0: Sports on Tap is brought to you by Go-to Pro Plumbing, Land and Sea Motorsports On the Bay Customs Boutique and Cafe
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen
0: I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen uh, d- Playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I don't know what we're yelling about! I mean, listen, we're talking about practice not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Loud noises! Not a game. This is the
1: birthday of I'm alive. I'm glad I'm dead. We're
0: talking about practice, man. How many assholes we got on this ship anyhow? 65. Uh, 63. I knew it, I'm surrounded by assholes. Kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. We
1: are tonight's entertainment. We're here to fuck shit up. Both the way it should be. Nothing sugar-coated, we loaded with all the information you wanted From legends to prospects, nothing's off-limits Chris and Joe, we taking on all topics With no stopping they keep it thudding and going and ball hopping to the break. It's hard stopping with me and straw dropping. They're getting it in. Sports center competition, man, they hit it to win. This ain't a fluke from Carolina to Duke, from MSU to Michigan. You know if you're listening, and you ain't you missing it. All the excitement, the shock like a thundercloud, cloud and rock light of lightning. Get it together, you know ain't nobody better. Bring heat than cold weather. You better put on a sweater. You better just let it go when all coming attack.
0: Sit back with relax, let's trouble with Salt Salt-tab. 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 We'll do it live! Fuck it! You can't let that shit happen. You can't.
2: <laughs> Solid. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> uh, welcome to this week's edition of Sports on Tap. I am Chris Scott alongside Joe O'odell. Uh We are down a man today as uh, Frank Gagata is off tonight. Thank Frank for thinking about you.
3: Yeah, Frank, gonna miss you, bud. We'll try and hold down the fort for you, and uh, we'll try and make you proud, but uh, you take care of what you gotta take care of, and take care of your family, man.
2: Joe's Joe has your read later, I'm curious to see how that goes.
3: Yeah, I haven't done a live read in a while, so th- this, this might be a back-alley abortion waiting to happen.
2: Again, the bar is not exactly high for this,
3: so, <laughs> so
2: I think you'll be fine. A...
3: <laughs> I didn't say that, Frank.
2: Sorry, Frank, love you, I buddy. D- I didn't say that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so the, this past week, as we, we were talking about right. it last week, J.J. Uh, Watt and where he was where he was going to sign. All, uh, there was many different places that, that we talked about. We talked about Cleveland, which I personally thought he was going to go to. I think, Joe, you did as I, well. I, I
3: thought Cleveland was definitely in the mix. Right. Uh, I, I thought Buffalo was in the mix. I thought
2: Buffalo was definitely in the uh, mix as well. Green Bay,
3: he, Pittsburgh. Well, and he said he wanted to go to a winner. Right. right? He said he wanted a chance at winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, right? And uh and then you could you could name a lot of teams in there. Yeah. That that had a chance at winning a Super Bowl. And then he decides he wants to play for Arizona and this is the only thing I can think of.
2: Well, this is awkward.
3: Cuz like <laughs> show me the money. <laughs> that's that's this is awkward cuz you oh, said yeah. you want to win a Super Bowl but they're not gonna win a Super Bowl anytime soon no I'm sorry to say I, and I like that team I like the core they've built we've yeah.
2: discussed this before but they're not anywhere close to a Super Bowl no they're not they're arguably not even the third best team in that division I would agree with that and so you you pay a, a defensive player on the downside of his career who's had a history of injuries and you guarantee him 23 million dollars to me that's if you're on the cusp of winning something then i could but even i i'm actually kind of glad that buffalo didn't do this because honestly they're more than just jj watt away from winning a super bowl but you pay jj watt that kind of money is well the only the
3: only thing i'll say about that is i i thought buffalo would be a good fit for him because we talked I about i do too we, i do as
2: well but not at that price
3: it's a steep price but i think it would have been worth it though because you look at you look at that team and you you see they're they're basically an upgrade on defense a little bit mm-hmm. and a running back, a right. true real running back away from a Super Bowl.
2: But I think you can I think you can take that money that you would have paid JJ Watt and you can get younger, cheaper players that will be more beneficial in not only this coming season, but in the long run. Right. Than what you would have paid JJ Watt in guaranteed money. So I yeah. I'm actually kinda I'm kinda glad that the Bills dodged that that. I, don't get me wrong, I wanted him on Buffalo, but not at that price.
3: Yeah. I, I think I'm kind of in the same boat with you on, on Cleveland. It would have been nice to have him on the edge right. uh, opposite Miles, oh, yeah, G- for Miles sure. Garrett. Absolutely. Uh, it would have been a big upgrade. And and it, the more pressure you get up front, the better it makes your, your secondary second. Oh, Oh, 100%. Look. So I would have liked that, but you're right. The, the price is pretty steep, and I think both teams that, that we're talking about here and and any other team that would have done this could, have sp- could spend that money out – Exactly. In better ways, and I think Arizona, it kind of set themselves back in this in this this move. I would agree with you. I don't I don't understand what their where their thought process was on this.
2: I don't think it makes them significantly better.
3: It it doesn't. It doesn't because they weren't just an edge rusher away from being a really good defense. No. So it doesn't make sense from both sides. It doesn't make sense to me because he said he wanted to play for a Super Bowl contender. Right? Who sold you on the fact they're a Super Bowl contender?
2: Uh, or, apparently, DeAndre Hopkins. Was, was it, <laughs> Did New Hopkins make a phone call I, and be like, "Dude,
3: bro, we need you. We're almost there. Like, you're we're not. we're only missing you." No, <laughs> uh,
2: that's a that's a hell of a sell on a phone call. I mean, it's 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 especially for NFL players. It's it's hard to turn down that type of guaranteed money. So I I get it in that regard. But yeah. if you if you're all about you know saying you want to play for a winner or a Super Bowl contender, dude, you kind of just. You kind of just fucked yourself. You yeah. Kinda, you kind of just made yourself kind of a fraud, man. Yeah. It was when I, when Frank
3: texted in our group text that he he signed with Arizona. Right. I, I went and looked it up, and I was like, I was like, is this really true? Because he said he wanted to play for a winner. And right. Arizona's not going to be a winner anytime soon. No. Unless something um, miraculous happens. And I looked it up, and, and literally, I heard crickets in my own head as I was reading some of these articles about him signing that. I was like, you said you want to play for a winner. And this is the team you picked. That's the team you so, pick. So basically, you lied. You were all about the money, mm-hmm. which is
2: fine. Yeah, that's fine.
3: I, I'm not going to hate on that. Just
2: say that then, right? But don't <laughs> don't say you
3: you want to
2: you want to play for a Super Bowl right. and then sign with the Cardinals. Yeah, that's not. Which are like as you said, they're not close to winning the Super Bowl. I mean, you look at that division. It, that division is loaded because the Rams are going to be good again. The Seahawks are the Seahawks. Even they're probably going to keep Russ. It'd be my guess. Uh, yeah. Uh, and the Niners, if they get their players back healthy, it, it, most of the players that they had that were hurt were stud players. So they get those guys back healthy. Now, the question with the Niners is is that quarterback, obviously, because nobody knows what's going on with Jimmy G. Are they going to keep him? Are they going to trade him? Who knows? Right. Regardless, they're still going to be a good team, whether they trade him or not. So for J.J. Watt to say, oh, yeah, the Cardinals are a Super Bowl contender is just flat-out lunacy.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, and I I gotta be honest with you. I kind of know why Russ wants out now. If he, if you look at the defenses, he's gonna have to play against. Because it, don't get me wrong, JJ Watt does upgrade that defensive line. He's gonna have to play against Aaron Donald, JJ Watt, Bosa, and and, and Nick Bosa. <laughs> yeah, in in six of his <laughs> games next year, like that's Russ. I don't
2: I don't I don't blame you at this point. i I'd want to go somewhere else too, bro. That's, uh, that's rough. <laughs> Before we get to before we get to our uh, our bets here, Charlie, one more thing I want to add on the NFL. I was I was reading an article about the uh the the new media rights for the NFL coming up, which of course are astronomically you know high money wise, and they're insane. It's it's crazy, uh. Um, but there there's talk that there's going to be a Monday Night Wild Card game. Really? Yes. I did not see that. I I don't think I don't know if it's a for sure thing yet, but there's talk that there that's going to be a thing. Okay. Now I actually kind of dig that. I don't even know. I love wildcard weekend. I do, but I kind of dig having a, a Monday night playoff game. I mean, if they
3: moved one
2: game to right. Monday night, right.
3: I'd be all for
2: it. I, I mean, mean, yeah, you, you know me.
3: I'm all for right. more football. Right. So if you put, if you can space out the games and give me more
2: days of football, <laughs> I'm all for it, man. I just think that'd be kind of cool, like a Monday night playoff game. I I would dig I, it. Obviously the coaches are gonna bitch and it. complain about it and whatever. That's that's what coaches do. But I I think that's a I think that's a really cool idea. And the Thursday night game apparently is getting moved to Amazon.
3: Yeah, it's only well it's always been it's been on Amazon for right, a while now, but it's but only gonna it, be it's only gonna be it, that's the funny thing. Thursday night football is so bad. None of the other networks even bid on it. No. They didn't want it. Because it's trash. So so it's going to stick to Amazon Prime and uh, NFL Network. Mm-hmm. Th- that's who's going to carry it. And, of course, NFL, it's their own network, so yeah. they, they don't have to pay anything to carry it. <laughs> but, yeah, it's – I mean, Thursday Night Football, they, they either need to improve it or get rid of it. And, and and I I hate to say get rid of it because I love more football. But you need to improve the games or or figure out how to improve that in some way, shape, or form. Like with bye weeks or
2: something like that. Something like that. You you
3: have to incorporate the bye weeks with the teams that are going to play on Thursday night somehow, some way, and and make it to where they're not on such a short week.
2: What what makes me laugh is some of these these talking heads whenever they're whenever it does happen that there is a good game on Thursday night. Oh, th- Thursday night football sucked. Dude, it does suck. It's fucking terrible. It for the most part, 75% of the time, right. Thursday night football sucks. Like every once in a while you'll get a good game on Thursday night. Congratulations. It doesn't mean that it's good football. It doesn't right. mean that it's a good product. So I, that that narrative is fucking stupid. Yeah, and I and I'm personally torn
3: between wanting a better product on Thursday and just wanting the, pro pro, the right. product, <laughs> right. so it's either, either do I want a better product or am I happy with just the product? I mean, you watch reruns of the Pro Bowl, so it's, it's
1: what it I, is. Well, I'm, <laughs> listen. I'm not that bad,
3: but but I am I, I am looking forward to if they're going to have any sort sort of uh, a combine coming. Oh, up I'm here. sure. You're, yeah. yeah, you're, you're going to be all over I'm, that. <laughs> I'm an NFL junkie, but. Uh, even me as an NFL junkie, I'm torn as to whether I'm okay watching a shit product on right. Thursday nights because for the 75% of the time you get a shit product. And it's it's not necessarily fun to watch. At about at about halftime or the the middle of the third quarter, mm. some Thursdays I'm going, "Hey Raylan, how's uh how's Bubble Guppies over <laughs> right. there? Like uh, <laughs> right. how's how's Blazing the Monster Machines over right. there? I'm going to I'm going to watch that with
2: you cuz some of these Thursday games are just that bad. They're bad. Speaking of uh football junkies, Dan Campbell Oh Go. my God, <laughs>
3: this guy, I don't, I don't know what else I can say about this guy. I've made it very clear that to me, he seems like he's, he's a shtick, right? He he seems like he's, he belongs in eighties WWE. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah, I dig it. Yeah. Like he belongs beside Hulk Hogan and Randy <laughs> Macho Man Savage, you know, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, brother, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, brother. See, uh, what we're gonna do now is here. We're gonna come out right. here and we're gonna bite your knees. Oh yeah, and then you know we don't have a problem in the locker room. We don't have a problem. It's just it's it's all a shtick to me. And what he had to talk about today was in, in literally it was Frank sent us this in the group text uh-huh. and it was a um oh it's 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 something else. It man. was a diatribe. Yeah, I mean literally the guy the guy spoke war and peace Hmm. to basically say that uh, he's an alpha male and he's willing to concede and back down if the decision is right for the team. (laughs) But but, (laughs) but the way he said it was, it, it it was so long winded. Oh yeah. And he was so full of himself and he went from from one area to another, where I couldn't even follow what he was saying at no, one point.
2: I, I I got like halfway through this, and I'm just like, all right, I I've lost it. I have no idea what the fuck he's talking about. And it, it just it, it's it speaks that like nationally, this this coaching hire basically got panned. And you kind of you kind of see why when he does stuff like this. Now I know a lion fan will be like, oh, just give him a chance, give him a chance. Give him a chance, all you want. That's fine. But I'm sorry. Like his first, second, third impressions have to me have not been great. No, no. And I'm gonna read a little bit of this,
3: and I don't want to bore people too badly. So I'm not sure I'll make it through the whole the whole paragraph. That's it fits my entire phone right now. <laughs> uh, Brad and I do well. Here's what I here's what I would say. I kind of brought this up weeks ago, but here's what I would say about a true alpha. A true alpha knows when it's time to concede for the betterment of the team. And so I would tell you one, I would tell you one anyway or another, there's already been a couple of things where it's like, maybe we don't, you see it a little more this way. I see it a little that way. We haven't had one problem and we're not going to have a problem because if we feel like it's the betterment of the team and ultimately let's go to what is Brad feels one way. What does the pack feel like? How does everybody feel? How do all the coaches feel? How does Ray Agnew feel? And if I'm the one, the odd man out, I've got zero problems. So listen, I'm just telling you. And this, that's that's like a third of the way through this. I'm gonna stop now because I'm boring myself. But he's definitely got some he's definitely got some some conversation tells, right? Here, here's what I'm gonna say. Uh, he says that a lot. If if you <clears throat> if you look listen to his his opening press conference, well, here's what I'm gonna tell you. Here's what I'm gonna say. Again, that's very wrestling promo oh yeah oh here's what i'm gonna tell you brother, <laughs> here's what, I'm gonna do, what, brother. <laughs> what we're gonna do yeah. right now is i'm gonna tell you what we're gonna yeah. do okay yeah. and it, it's like man just can you just say it just say you know what i i'm i'm man enough to say
2: right that i'm willing to back down if it's for the better like we we, that, we we and our team have disagreed a few times already the, okay yeah okay like
3: that 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 whole fucking spiel which i made a third of the way through i didn't mm. even bore you with the other two <laughs> the other two thirds could have been crunched down into a sentence yeah. of, hey, uh, when it comes down to it, uh, I think I am and we're all willing to concede when it's for the betterment of the team. <laughs> that's like done. a done. That's a done. That's the answer. That's like a meeting that that's could have been an email. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. That's a meeting that that's a meeting this, that could have been this, an email.
2: <laughs> this this could have been an email. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's like the Super Bowl this year. That could have been an email. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. But yeah, that was. That, it's just... You can't let that shit happen. You can't. You, you can't. <laughs> 100% you can't. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that.
3: (laughs) I now have you as a drop. That's awesome. And I'm going to play that. (laughs) I like
2: it. You can't let that shit happen. As long as it's appropriate, I'm cool with it. Yeah. That's fine. All right. uh, You want to get into the picks? Yeah, let's do do our picks.
0: Okay.
3: Let's do it. If you've
0: had plumbing problems, you're definitely not alone. The next time you have an issue, there's only one place to call. (laughs) Go to Pro Plumbing. They're a local family-owned company with 15 years of experience. Based in Centerline, they serve the Metro Detroit area, keeping your pipes clean and flowing with fair prices and happy customers. They're open seven days a week for all your plumbing needs. The knowledgeable and experienced staff will keep you informed of their progress every step of the way to make your experience as smooth as possible. Call Go to Pro Plumbing today at 586-250-2881. That's 586-250-2881. Go to Pro Plumbing. When your pipes won't flow... Call the Pro. It's time! It is time
2: for the picks. Uh, I will say last week was not the greatest of weeks for me. I, uh, I had West Ham on the money line, which I lost. It was a good, it was a good game, but they, they lost it late. Uh, uh, I took Un- Manchester United uh, over Chelsea on the money line. Lost that they drew. Of course, that was honestly one of the most boring games in general, not just soccer games. One of the most boring games I've ever watched. Ever, it was bad. However, I did hit my parlay, uh, Man City and Real Madrid to both win, and they did. Plus three hundred, took them nice 67 dollars on that. Nice. And and I
3: got to tell you, I think I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start betting on your soccer picks because you you're 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 betting pretty well I'm doing in right. soccer picks right now. I did. So.
2: I did today. <laughs> Yeah, we talked I, about it. Before I absolutely show. did today. Today was today was a good day for betting on Man City versus uh, versus Wolves. So I'll I'll take that. It was a nice nice little chunk of change I took home today. So
3: there you go. All right, uh, you want to start it out? And we talked about it this last this last week. Uh, I I think I have been giving too many picks, and I, I'm just spreading myself out. So I, I'm going to concentrate on like three, maybe yeah. maybe four picks. Um, and I think you had talked about that's kind of what you try to do too. Yeah, so absolutely. just to let the listeners know.
2: Uh, I'm gonna start off with the Liverpool Chelsea, uh, I believe it's tomorrow at Anfield. Uh, I'm gonna take Chelsea here. Uh, Liverpool has they've not been playing exactly great great soccer lately and uh, Chelsea with their new manager, they've been playing decent, not great but decent, but they've been playing better than Liverpool. So I'm gonna take Chelsea here uh, plus the 196. Nice. Even though I hate Chelsea, and I hate saying that, but whatever. You know what? Sometimes money it's wins straight out. Cash. It's straight You're... cash, homie. Yep, money wins out. <laughs> That's right.
3: Uh, so for my first pick, I'm going to go with uh, the Laker or the Clippers and Celtics tonight. Uh, starts at 7:30, so I'm going to get this one in for you about 11 minutes before the game starts. Uh, I think a lock pick tonight is the over in that game. The over started out at 220 and a half. It's at 222 right now. Uh, their last game they played uh, was at 2:34 on the over. Uh, I, I I think the last like the last 18 to 16 games that the, the Clippers have played, one team has hit 110. Uh, I think this game is almost a lock to go over, and uh, that's where I'm going to take this one. And I would also take the Clippers on the money line. So if you wanted to parlay those two, take the Clippers on the money line and the over, that'd be a nice bet for you.
2: I like it. I might actually, I might actually take you up on that. I might actually throw a bet on that, throw some, throw some cheddar on that. Yeah. Uh, my next bet here, I'm going to take a parlay. I'm going to give uh, Aston Villa uh, to win, but I'm going to take both teams to score. Nice. Uh, which is at plus three fifty. So that is pretty decent odds. It's a Nice chunk of change. Which that game is tomorrow as well, I believe. Um, I did I did that today with Man City versus Wolves, and that's. Now, one me, one me, a nice, nice little bit of money. So I figure, yeah, try, try it again. See if we can, we can double dip here. Hey, you know what? You're you're playing with house money now, right? Exactly. So you're
3: not. If you lose, you're not losing anything, right? All right. I think for my next bet, I'm going to take um, the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. It's a nine o'clock start tonight. Uh, I like them. It was a, it was a, they were giving up seven points. I like it better at that. Right now they're giving up eight. I still kind of like them giving up the eight. I believe they handle this game tonight uh, pretty well. Uh, I, d- I don't think the Jazz are gonna are the not the Jazz the Nuggets are gonna <laughs> be. Uh, I was looking at the other game next. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think the Nuggets are gonna be quite the competition uh, for them tonight. I, I think the Bucks will handle the Nuggets pretty pretty easy tonight. So I would take them uh, even minus the eight that it's up to
2: now. Okay. Uh, this one's actually gonna surprise you. This uh, this is tonight. Uh, I believe here starting here shortly, or it might have already started. Uh, The Detroit Red Wings taking on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, I am taking the Detroit Red Wings on the money line. Plus at 164. Wow. Uh, The Blue Jackets have not been playing well as of late. Tortorella's on the hot seat. The Red Wings, besides getting blasted by the Blackhawks the other night, uh, they've been playing better of late. And as me and Joe talked about before the show, they have Bernier in goal, not Thomas Grice. So... With all that being said, uh, I'm going to take the Red Wings on the money line at plus 164. Why not? Nice. <laughs> so
3: in your, I have a soccer pick coming up. I actually yes. have two. Okay, I'm going to throw two out there at the same time. Yeah. And uh,
2: your soccer picks
3: were who again?
2: Today? Yeah. I took uh, Chelsea to Chelsea over uh, Liverpool and Aston Villa.
3: Gotcha. Okay. My. Soccer picks, not as not as well educated as yours, but I've looked into it a little bit. Right, I'm going to take uh, Manchester United uh, playing Crystal Palace. I'm going to take them giving up a goal and a half. Okay, uh, just doing some research, see, seeing uh-huh. how how they've played. I think they handle that that game pretty well. I think they win by more than by more than a goal and a half. I think they win by two goals. Okay, I would take them giving up uh, a goal and a half, uh-huh. and uh, I would also take uh, the under. Two and a half goals total for the Leicester City and Burnley game. Leicester, Leicester, Lest, Leicester, Leicester, Leicester. Okay. okay, well, whatever. Leicester and who? And, Burnley. And Burnley. I would take the over in that. Okay. okay. Uh, well, we're at odds then. Because uh, <laughs> in, do, in doing my research, I would I would go under in this game. That's fair. All right. Yep. All right. So that's that's where we're at,
2: and uh, I believe that's the picks. I no, I got one more. Oh, you got one more. I got okay. one more. Look at you. I got uh, another parlay. I got Devin Booker at 30-plus points tonight and Phoenix to beat the Lakers.
3: Nice. That's nice. That was a boost one.
2: It was at, uh, shit, I didn't see what the boost was, but it was a boost. So I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Throw some, throw some ducats on it. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. I like that one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Those yeah. are the picks. Those are the picks. Those are the picks. Now those are the picks.
3: <laughs> All right. So... <laughs> Just real quick, I have to play this for you, because we, we made a big deal about the word trajectory last week. Oh, yeah. And, of course, I forget that not everybody has a child that watches kids' shows mm. that are in your head all the time. Yeah. And just being a parent, we forget that sometimes. My my, my daughter's TV shows, their songs get stuck in my head. So whenever, when you said the word trajectory… Mm. It instantly reminded me and i said it last week and and basically you guys looked at me like i was fucking nuts (laughs) which is which is realistic because neither one of you have kids and i should have known that was going to go down like a fart in church (laughs) but it just i just blurted it out what yeah so this is the trajectory song that i was talking about last week so you know i'm not entirely crazy i'm i'm just a parent who has kids songs stuck in his head right
2: trajectory <laughs> these bats on the table are looking really good right about now <laughs> trajectory
3: Seriously, man oh my god when you said that word last week it's sad that song <laughs> sprung into my head with it's it's insane how a parent's mind works sometimes but right that was the first thing that popped into my head when you said trajectory I, last I, week. I can't even imagine how yeah it's not good sometimes oh my god it's not good i i, I want to get out of my own head sometimes you want to know
2: what is good? I bet you're going to tell me. I'm not going to tell you. No. You're going to tell me. No, my guy Jason Stiltner at Flagstar Bank. Um, I've recently started uh, the process of looking into buying a new home and, you know, going to my guy Jason Stiltner at Flagstar Bank. Guys, he, he's he's amazing. He's awesome. He'll, anything he can do for you to try to get you in the house that you're looking for, try, he, he's going to do whatever he can to, to make that happen. So give my guy Jason Stiltner a call at Flagstar Bank. Trust me, as I just said, he's going to give you the top-notch service that you're looking for. Uh, Flagstar, they're currently offering a 0% down home purchase program. However, the program won't last long, but the rates are incredibly low. So again, call my guy Jason Stiltner today at 248-675-0675. Trust me, you don't want to miss this great opportunity. That number again is 248-675-0675. Flagstar Bank is an equal housing lender, member FDIC, NMLS number 27546.
0: Happy Chinooka. (laughs) I had to. Oh my god, that was awesome. I had to. (laughs) Holy
2: shit, that was funny. Happy Chinooka. Oh, that was great. (laughs) Nicely
3: done. (laughs) Thanks. Nicely done. Appreciate that. Uh, I think it's time for.
0: You know you what really grinds, grinds my gears.
3: I think it is one hundred fucking percent. Yeah, yes. it's
2: time for what grinds my gears.
3: Yes, absolutely. and Chris, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to?
0: No,
2: I could. I'll go first because this one, this one's been bothering me since uh, this past Saturday when I was watching. The I, I love this part of the show. To be honest, <laughs> I'm, gl-
3: I'm glad we've incorporated this every week now because one hundred
2: it kind of gets some shit out. One hundred percent. So, I was watching uh, the, uh, the Maple Leafs game on, on Saturday night, and there's a, there's a player for them, William Nylander, who, he's got a relatively absorbent contract. It's it's pretty high uh, for the type of player that he is. He And not to mention, he held out to get said contract. Now, I'm off of players for getting their money. That's fine. I don't have an issue with that. But if you're going to do that, you got to produce. You have to produce. So... This season he's he started out pretty slow, so you know fans were getting on him about it, right? Which they absolutely should. You're getting paid that money, you know. Produce, man.
3: Well, and and they're fans of of a team, and you play for the right. team, and if you're not playing well, they're going to get on you, right?
2: However, so this game on Saturday night, he he scores two goals. Okay, great. And then here comes the idiot fan. Oh look look what Nylander did. Look at all you fucking haters out there. Oh fucking Nylander. You what do you got to say now? It's like, dude. It's two goals. Yeah. Like take it easy. Let's let's bring it down yeah, a Yeah, take it down a few notches, bro. Like I don't understand that shit. Like it's like if you if if you criticize like somebody's any anything. There's another one I had. Uh the Buffalo Sabers uh reverse retro jerseys. Okay. Like somebody's like they I think it was uh, the NHL like posted them cuz they they wore them this past weekend. I'm like these are trash because they are trash. They're they're hideous. And one of i must have been a sabers fan or something like that replied back to me he goes well he's not talking about the team they're talking about the jerseys i'm like they're both trash cuz the the team sucks too and he's well, like yeah. and he's like you're trash i'm like really good talk i'm like that's <laughs> and i go i i go good comeback loser i mean this that's is dumb to me the, the, well it's... because because i have a differing opinion than you you like the jerseys and that's cool i don't and they're trash i think they're trash you like them great well, and you, you like the team because you're a fan of them. Right. Congratulations. I don't have to like them. Right. But to say that I'm trash because I, I right. have a differing opinion than you?
3: Yeah. Okay. And, and that's he's completely wrong because right. <laughs> he, he just got the wrong reason why you're trash. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's plenty of other reasons why you're trash, Chris. It's not because oh, yeah. you hate the Sabres.
2: I uh, don't. No. no. <laughs> I'm just fucking with it. And I don't even hate the Sabres. But the team no. itself is trash. They're garbage. Right. Right.
3: Well, I, I have one here that, yes. that has been bothering me for a while, and it kind of goes along with that one. So I, I'm going to bring this one up right now. You know what, what, really grinds my gears? <laughs> what really grinds my gears is when you criticize the team you're a fan of, and then other fans of that team come out and say, oh, well, you're a bandwagon fan. Or, oh, why don't you just find another team to root for? Or uh, you aren't a real fan of the team if you criticize them. No, I am, no, I, and I want them to succeed. Yeah, which is why I'm criticizing them right now, and I'm saying the things that are wrong with them because I, I'm just realistic as a fan. I'm not gonna look at a team I root for and go, "Oh, well, everything's sunshine and rainbows. This is great." Uh the team farts fucking butterflies. No, it's it. You can be a realistic fan and still be a fan of a team. You you fans that say you can't criticize a team or you're not a real fan are fucking pathetic. You're pathetic because you look at the team you root for and you see nothing wrong with them ever, mm-hmm. even though they never win anything. I, and typically it's fans of the teams that don't win shit right. that are that are, have these fans.
2: I think that is the and, I'm, and I'm speaking of the Browns, by the way, Right? that that to me, to me, fans like that are not true fans. Right. Because they just they they see even if even if shit's going bad, they just think, oh, everything's great. Right, like, so no. so
3: so because you're a fan, you just have to see nothing but sunshines right. and rainbows.
2: That's not how that's not how fandom
3: works, man. It's you. You don't have to blindly follow your team and, and think right. everything they do is perfect.
2: You can see faults in them. Absolutely, one hundred fucking percent. I agree with this. I yeah. have another one here. That just that just pisses <laughs> me off. Pisses <laughs> and, me off. I have another one here.
0: You know what really grinds, grinds my gears?
2: Why, especially on social media, whenever I see the phrase "inject whatever into my veins." Like they see something like a player hit a home run or something like that. Or, just, oh, inject that into my veins. Or a certain team won. Yeah. Stop it. You sound like well, an idiot. That just sounds stupid. It, it sounds incredibly stupid. Is that a Twitter thing?
3: It is. Okay. Cause I'm not on Twitter You're a not. lot. So, so, so I haven't. That's oh a new God. one. That's a I new one. I see
2: for me. it and it's, I, I cringe every inject time I see it. Inject that into my veins. Yes. It's just like, it's, it's not just sports. It's like a lot of stuff that people see. They, they like something or whatever. Yeah.
3: And like, inject that into my veins. It's like, Stop it. Okay, so I've got a I've got a new pet peeve. You
0: know what, what really grinds, grinds my gears?
3: gears? The fact that fucking people say that. That's that's a new one for me. And, yeah, and I agree that grinds my gears because
0: that's just <laughs> it's just stupid. fucking weird, man. Yeah,
2: it's it's incredibly fucking stupid. All
3: right, I I have one more here, yeah. and I'm not I'm I've got a couple, but you know we'll space them out because we're gonna do this every week. Uh,
2: you, know
1: you know what, what really, really grinds, grinds my gears? gears?
3: Grammar. Grammar and and this one is a long standing one for me, (laughs) but Mm. I I was reading somebody's, excuse me, somebody's Facebook post this last week and it, they, they took the opportunity to shorten word. It wasn't just grammar. Like I have a problem with the fact that people say or type different they or their different theirs and, and different wares and Mm. things like that. Like get the right word Mm. first of all, but not even that this person took the opportunity to shorten words that didn't need to be shortened. Oh, so they went the Kevin route from the office. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like for Uh that, it was T H T. Yeah. And for Ghana, it was, it was G N N A. And, and for with, it was W T H. It was like, how so, mu- so, so all the time so, you saved. So how much time did you really save and what's the fucking point? <laughs> I, I just don't see the point in it. I'm with that, you. Yeah. That, one, that one, I, I read that and, and instantly in my head, it, it I started to have an aneurysm. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, why? Mm-hmm. Why? Why do you have to do that? Yeah. They're, they're just type the fucking word. You took out one, one fucking letter. letter. Yeah. And, and and when you read it like that, without the one fucking letter, you look like you don't, you don't know how to put your own pants on. Right. It, you, like you, you look like you need a helmet to, to ride on a bus. Right. When you do that.
2: I have uh, kind of piggybacking off of that. You when somebody, advise, re- when somebody just re- replies with K. Oh, that drives me nuts. Oh my it God. It drives me fucking insane. Okay. So, so am I the only,
3: I'm obviously not the only person. So K to me, says that you're pissed off about something, right? To me, it's it's if you say K back to me, it, it's what's your attitude about? You, you can't you can't type out O and K. You can't type out the word okay. Like K to me is one of those where it, it's you're just
2: being shitty. Like like just just type okay. See, I don't get the, I don't get that that shitty vibe. To me, it's just lazy. I got I just that's the vibe. It's like you're fucking lazy. You can't take the extra. Millisecond to hit to put, a, to put an O there, really? Yeah,
3: so that's. Well, seen I go far enough to type out the word okay. Eh, that's fair. Most of the time, that's fair. But I'm a, I'm I'm a I'm a big grammar person. I just yeah. it's one of my biggest pet peeves is grammar, and I I try to be as. Oh, I got
2: one. If you're speaking of grammar, as, as grammatically correct as possible. I have one. If you're, we're talking about grammar, that I, I'm seeing this more and more and more, and it fucking irritates the hell out of me when people say lose and they type loose oh my god yeah
3: so every time <laughs> i say it so much now every time they do that and they do it a lot you're right every time they do that i <laughs> i put the meme of eddie murphy from from uh coming to america yeah. where he says I can, be loose. <laughs> <laughs> I can be loose i can be loose
2: <laughs> he's such a looser wait is he it, is he is he a looser is it, he what is he looser then yeah like it's it yeah it, it drives drives me it drives me nuts yeah yeah, and, and somebody somebody would say,
3: like I said, loo- looser than, yeah. and, and a lot of people would, t- would say looser than because they don't know which word to use. Of course, and it just drives the <laughs> fucking shit out of me. Yeah. I, what are our schools doing right now? Because grammar is a big thing for me, and I feel like nobody, like seventy five percent of the people out there, don't have good grammar anymore. They don't. It, it's it's just it drives me up a fucking wall. It you don't don't really my
2: gears. <laughs>
3: that's what it does. Yes, that's it what really it does, does. Really does, one hundred percent. All right. So <laughs> that's the that's the it grinds my gears segment for the day. Yeah, yeah.
2: I think we got some good ones in there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah. And I, I've I've got a few more that I, uh, so that, I. I that I saved. <laughs> yeah, so do I. <laughs> and believe me, they're going to start piling up uh-huh. because I realize, and I think you're the same way, and and Frank probably is too. I think we have a lot of things that bother us. Yeah. When it comes down to it. Like, we're really just kind of like, like, shit bothers us. We are fun-loving people, but there's a lot of shit that bother us. Yes. (laughs) I mean, listen, everybody that knows me knows I'm fucking fun, but there's a lot of shit that grinds my gears. Yes. 100%. All right. All right. So, uh... Also, in, in breaking news about the uh, – this was this was something I read the other day. It's funny. I just want to read it. It's about J.J. Uh, J. Watt signing with Arizona. Mm. Uh, it says, in breaking news, the Texans owner Cal McNair agreed to trade the entire organization to the Arizona Cardinals for three packs of 1991 stadium club cards and a fanny pack.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right.
3: <laughs> because they traded they traded DeAndre yeah. Hopkins for, for literally nothing. nothing, And then let J.J. J. Watt walk. Let him go and he just went to the Cardinals. So yeah. there Cal McNair's is gonna, you know, give the whole franchise to the Cardinals. Just just for, you know. I dig it. <laughs> just for some football cards. Oh man. Nice, nice. All right, what do we got next? I don't know.
2: <laughs> I know we talked right, about it, but I so- forgot. <laughs> Are you tired of going
3: from dealership to dealership looking for an automobile or boat? Uh, get in touch with Land and Sea Motorsports. They specialize in finding you the car, truck, or boat you're in the market for. At Land and Sea Motorsports, tell them the type of vehicle and features you want that will fit your budget. They'll find it for you. They also offer shrink wrapping and winterization for all boats and jet skis. If your boat or vehicle needs any repairs or cleaning, they offer a full detail division as well. So give them a call at 586 586- Four eight four nine seven nine eight, or visit their website at landandcmotorsports dot com. That's landandcmotorsports dot com.
2: That's solid. Thanks. Yes, appreciate that. Nice, nice to see that. I,
3: I'm, I'm, I kind of miss doing the live reads because <laughs> I don't want to get out of the habit of of doing them. Yeah. So yeah, that no, was kind of fun. I like doing that. I might go back to doing live reads. Yeah. All right. So one thing we did talk about. Yeah. Is the sketch from. The Chappelle Show.
2: Oh, yeah. Yes. That's that's what it was. Yes. So
3: the sketch from the Chappelle Show, where uh Charlie Murphy told the story about playing basketball with Prince. Mm-hmm. And and the sketch was pretty funny.
2: It was honestly one of the best sketches. It, it was it was I, that, that showed, it's hilarious. It was fantastic.
3: Yeah, it's hilarious. Um so Eddie Murphy uh was on the Jimmy Fallon show, and he uh, Jimmy Fallon questioned him about certain iconic people that he's met and, and everything like that, and Prince came up. And uh, this is what came out of that interview.
0: Uh, did, did, did the story that your your brother uh, Charlie, which uh, uh, again, sorry to hear about uh, his passing, uh, the story about Prince challenging you to a game of pickup basketball uh, that he told in that that, that, that that I'm sure that really happened, but
1: that is totally and absolutely accurate.
0: Did he? But he gave you outfits?
1: No, we had on stuff from the club, you know. So we, were, we had on the club clothes and Prince had on that outfit that was in the, the Kiss video, where he had the little like short shirt and the leather jacket and the buttons and stuff. He had that outfit on a little gold chain around his waist, a waistlet, I think he had on the waistlet. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, hey, y'all wanna was like the f- you wanna play some basketball? He was like, what the you wanna play basketball? And it was like, all right, let's play. And my brother was uh, it was prince with some dude, a dude named Mickey Free. They used to hang out there. And they used to all kind of wear that kind of prince clothes. So my brother was like, all right, it's going to be uh, shirts against blouses. <laughs> <laughs> and who won? And they teamed up, and the blouses won. They beat the <laughs> out of <us. laughs> But you know what I think? We had one dude on our squad that could play named Larry. And uh, he didn't have no shoes, so Prince said – gave him some sneakers, right? And Prince wore, like, maybe, like, two, three sizes smaller than Larry, but Larry was so excited to have Prince's sneakers on. He put some sneaker, them, them, them tiny sneakers on his feet so he couldn't, he couldn't you know, do his Toes game right. Toes all crammed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he could execute. So we lost the one dude that could play – Prince's shoes had them shut down so we, could, we, we couldn't execute. That's genius. That's a genius
3: move. <laughs> that's awesome. That was, I, I laughed so hard when I watched that that's, the first that's time. That's
2: great. That's fantastic. Like to, uh,
3: to know that that sketch actually real. happened in real life <laughs> yes. is fantastic. And it's shirts versus blouses. <laughs>
2: God, if he actually said, I, I wish you had asked him <clears throat> if he actually said at the end of it, game blouses. Like Yeah. I, I, that's what I really want to know if he actually said that. Because if he did, that's an all that's an all timer right there. That's that's
3: it's that's
2: an all time story. That's great.
3: I mean it, it's amazing. And and I I I had to bring that up on the show. Oh, absolutely. I had to. Talking about talking about sports and, and entertainment, that's <laughs> Game just
2: Moses. That, and
3: of course I think we all have seen the Chappelle show and, and yeah. that sketch is iconic and it was hilarious. And then to, to just to know that it was actually fucking true, yeah.
2: That's oh, that's fantastic. It makes, it, makes it just that much better. Yeah. And, and no, the blouse is one. It beat the shit out of us. <laughs> the well, I mean, Prince used to, he played basketball in high school. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he's, um, I'm sure he wasn't a bad basketball player by any means.
3: Yeah. He was just, he was a very tiny guy, though. Mm-hmm. So, so I man, those guys can shoot. Yeah. I mean, apparently he could play some hoops, man. <laughs> can, even, I mean, a, even in his blouse. <laughs> even in his blouse.
2: Uh, I want to get to. Is, I want to mention quickly about Michigan basketball. They uh, they're actually playing right now. Yeah, as we're as we're recording this, and they
3: could lock up the uh, yeah the regular season yeah. Big Ten
2: if they if they win tonight and beat Illinois, they they will lock up the uh, the regular season title. Now I know we've talked about it throughout just sports during this pandemic and whatnot. Is does it does it mean anything? Is it is it tainted? Is it you know? you know does it have an asterisk I, next next to it
3: I, I think i think it will have an asterisk
2: i think it i and as much as i hate to say i think it will and i think it should because yeah i agree i mean yeah everybody's kind of playing on the same playing field like no fans in the stands but that there the the issue with that is that's what makes sports sports that's, that affects the outcomes of, of some games it yes. just does
3: yes and and, and listen it, it's not like it's not like a normal year where every team is playing on the same level with with injuries or whatever. Right. It, like this is this is something where players have opted out. Yep. Whole teams, including Michigan, have had to sit out multiple weeks mm-hmm. yep. of no games. I mean, Michigan didn't <clears throat> play didn't play a game for three weeks. Yeah, uh, more than a little more than that actually. And uh, I mean, to their credit, they came back from those those weeks off, and they're they're playing insanely well. Yeah, um, they're actually losing as we speak 19 uh, 19 to 14 hmm. uh but it's early and and um again they can lock up the the big 10 uh, regular, regular season yeah. uh i think what they're doing is very remarkable though and i don't think you can take anything away from them being that it is an asterisk season mm-hmm. um they what they've done is is incredible. Uh, they they don't have any five stars on that team they will next year they will <laughs> next year but uh and 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 <clears throat> uh, we talked about it last week uh Juwan howard has done something that most people mm. didn't see happening and, and for what he's getting out of that team right now it, it's it's incredible yeah it's incredible he's that doing was- he's doing a, an amazing job as the head coach of that of that team and and i personally didn't see it coming i don't think a lot of people did
2: no, it's it, it, you. You said it. He, what he's done has been incredible. And not to, this year. It, people say like, well, yeah, they're playing. Every everybody's playing on the same playing field with no fans, so it actually does come out to see who the better better team is. Maybe I, I, I could see I could see that argument, but it just with fans in the stands, it just it just makes the game completely different. Like we'll take the Michigan went down to Columbus. I I think if there's fans in the stands, I think Michigan loses that game. I do. Yeah. Like, I, it's just, it's just a, it's a different game. Yeah. You know, just the momentum, it's, the momentum shifts, it gets you hyped up. It just, it's, it's different. Even college football is the same thing. Like, just with fans in and out of the stands, it's, it's just different. It's a di- different atmosphere. So, yeah. <clears throat> so I think you gotta, you gotta t- kind of take like this, this whole year, I guess, uh, but kind of, kind of with a grain of salt, I, I guess, for lack of a better term, uh, just because of just no fans. Now we're apparently starting to to move toward more normalcy now, thank thankfully.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, I heard today that that a couple of states are but Texas are,
2: is open for business. Apparently, yeah, Texas
3: said no mask law it's, it's, just, go. it's the wild west down there. Go, they're just, man! They're just like go
2: do your shit. And Florida is not too far behind it, so you know it's you know, yeah, which it doesn't matter your politics i don't fucking care about your politics and how you yeah, th- or I, how you I, feel about it Go- don't give a shit
3: i hate the fact that politics got politics got brought into some of this i, I really yeah. do i despise the fact that it yeah. became political for any of this right. no matter what side of of the the virus you were on or right. what side of of wearing masks or closing on businesses to me the fact that it became political really bugged the shit out of me cuz Politics had nothing to do with 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 a lot of it. it you you could have felt one way or the other. It, it, people brought politics into, and that really bugged the shit out of, of me.
2: Of course, that grind, they grinded your gears. Eh?
3: Really grinded my <laughs> gears.
2: You no know, one really grinds my gears. No, it's it, and you're right about that. It's it, it's it, it, it's been just a, it's been a really challenging time for a lot of people. It's been have, a- have certain people handled it better than others? One hundred percent. This is a fact. Yes, uh, but you know. I don't want to crush anybody, even though I really do. I really do, but hopefully, hopefully, now we're starting to finally see the, the light at the end of the tunnel, and things will start getting back to normal. We can do what we, you know. Well, and
3: I, and I saw here in Michigan on March fifth, we're, yeah. we're 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 stepping back a little bit, so restaurants can be at fifty percent capacity. Um, open till eleven. Open till eleven, and they're they're relaxing some of the the rules now, yeah, which is nice, uh, especially for a business that that took the biggest hit, uh, at least here in Michigan. Oh yeah. Uh, the restaurant business. And I, you know, I have a lot of friends, uh, that are in that business still. And man, they, they took a hit this Big last plan. year. It,
2: it was almost like it was, they were it being was, blamed for it.
3: It Yeah. And, and, and I, and to me, I felt it was unfair to put all that on one industry. And, yep. and I felt that, um, it was, it was rough for a lot of people in industry and a lot of people in industry, uh, have, have lost a lot. Mm-hmm over the last year and of course i'm not demeaning i'm not taking anything away away, away from people that have lost their lives because there's been a lot of people that lost their lives over this too yeah um i just didn't think that restaurants and bars were spreading it and killing people like they were made out to be no so i'm I'm glad we're starting to relax i'm glad we're getting back to a little bit closer to normal a little bit semblance of normalcy which is and i'm glad we're at that point now to where we've got the vaccine coming out we've got three of them now that are out uh I can speak for my family. Uh, my mother has gotten one of the shots. She's getting her second one, I believe, this Friday. My sister's gotten both shots. Um, my aunt and uncle in Georgia have gotten their vaccines. Mm-hmm. So I, I think things are, are are in the right direction, and it's looking good. And, and I'm hoping from a, from a sports perspective – which were a sports show. We'll tell you that. You know, I'm I'm happy that we're gonna get back to some normalcy because yeah, I want to. go see, to games. I want to go see a baseball game. Yeah, this year, damn it. <laughs> I want to go down to Comerica Park, man. Yep. I want to take my daughter down to Comerica Park mm-hmm. for the first time. I want to go have an overpriced hot dog, and I want I, ten dollar beers. Let's go. Right, like let's let's fucking do this, you know. <laughs> Yo. uh, so yeah, I, I kind of want to get back to normalcy with sports, but on the on the side of just life. Uh, it's been a shit year for uh, almost everybody, and and I, I think we can all agree that it's 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 good to be getting closer to yeah. seeing the light at
2: the end of the yes. Then hopefully we don't do something stupid to fuck that up and just yeah let's yeah shit's starting to like reopen. Just be fucking smart about it, people. Yeah, don't
3: don't <laughs> don't. don't <laughs> I mean, don't just. I know go- this. I
2: know this country is stupid as fuck because it is. Yeah, but. Is. Listen, people, don't just go ripping
3: off your masks and your clothes and go running around <laughs> naked, going "the virus is gone, the virus is gone." Uh, you yeah. know, let's reel it in a notch. Yeah, just, let's reel it in just, a notch. Just be smart. It's let's simple as that. Let's take it a little bit slow. Uh, don't be a dumb dumb. Yeah. Don't be a dumbass. Don't be a dumb dumb. So
2: that's all I gotta say. Yeah. Uh,
3: one thing I did want to talk about is something else. Football. Yeah. And so we're we're a little less than two months away from the draft. Yeah. The Lions Super Bowl. Yes. The Lions Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah and there's been a lot of talk over the last couple weeks now of and it's been all over the board uh, as to what direction certain teams are going to go and and one of those certain teams is our is the hometown team here the lions and and i wanted to get your perspective on this and mm-hmm. i want to give mine yeah uh, there there's been talk of that they're now definitely not considering a quarterback
2: mm-hmm.
3: which to me is not a smart move one to not consider a quarterback and it's not a smart move to put it out there that you're not considering a quarterback because that just takes away your possibility of trading down which is what i personally think you should you should try to do Mm -hmm. if if the possibility is there to trade down you need to leverage that and leveraging that means you need to put it out there that you're gonna go after anybody Mm -hmm. including a quarterback because then you have the most leverage to trade back so somebody can jump up so what what is your perspective on who they should take what do you think they should take uh, as, as the local team here as <laughs> as what you as what you think because i it's it's been a, a
2: big conversation lately and I just kind of wanted to talk about it for a few minutes I personally well, think they should trade back if they can i'm I'm right. always in favor of trading back acquiring more picks that's that's my draft philosophy unless there's like some freak like when like when calvin was there yeah fine. That's that's fine, but when you have the pick that the Lions have, if you have anything like less than like number five, like yeah. anything below five, try to trade back and acquire more picks. That's that's how you build your fucking team, man.
3: Yeah, well, you look at you look at what New England did for many years. Exactly, they acquired more Seem, picks. Seemed to
2: work out pretty well for them
3: all the time. And, and and people want to talk about the New England or the the Patriot way. They acquired more picks, and uh-huh. and the more picks you have, it's like the lottery, right? The more times you play the lottery, the better of a chance you have at hitting on something, right? So it, it's the more the more tickets you have, the more more of a chance that one of those tickets will pan out. So the more picks you have, the better the opportunity that one of those picks will pan out and be a great player. Yeah. Absolutely. So just acquiring picks is smart in my book. And we're gonna dive more into this over the next little while, the next few weeks here. Right. Because the draft is coming up, and we'll get into doing some mock drafts, and we'll get into talking about what teams are looking for for what player, what teams are or what players are moving up the uh, the chart on the draft board, what right. players are moving down. But it was just in, it was intriguing for me to hear that the Lions are definitely out on a quarterback. But and I, d- I just think that's a bad move.
2: No, I agree. I agree with you. And, and to 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 say that that they're not looking into a quarterback is well, downright and it, dumb.
3: And it, and it it wasn't necessarily that but they it, said it, but it a, got leaked out. It's that, a total
2: Lions move, though. To do that. Right. To, well, to totally sabotage yourself.
3: Well, it's like last year when when they should have been selling the fact, even if they didn't want to, they should have been selling the fact that they might draft a quarterback. Mm-hmm. But what was it like a week before the draft they signed Case Keenum? Yeah. Or, or, or no, Case Keenum, but... Uh, 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 Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel. Yeah. Uh, same guy, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they, they signed Chase Daniel like a week before the draft. Well... You have Matt Stafford. You just signed Chase Daniel. <laughs> you're clearly not. Drafting so you're you're clearly not going to draft Tua or <laughs> right, Herbert. So right. nobody's going to listen to you when you're talking about trading out yeah. of that position. No, nope. because they're not afraid you're going to take their guy.
2: Right. It's, but that's a, that's Lions logic. Now, if this is, I, I'm just kind of reading a, a mock draft right here. Now, if this is accurate, this is total fucking Lions logic. They have him taking uh, Kyle Pitts. No, uh, Jalen oh. Waddle. Oh, at number okay. seven.
3: To me, he's the – I like this conversation, though. I want to get into this. To me, he's the second-best receiver on the board. And that's fair. Because to me, it's Jamar Chase is the number one. Okay. He he opted out this last year and didn't play. Mm. But <clears throat> he, he gets forgotten about a little bit because he opted out. Now, Devontae Smith is – won the Heisman, right? Everybody's talking about him. But to me, he's not a prototypical NFL-wide receiver. No. To me, he's – He's going to be a decent wide receiver, but I don't see him being a Julio. I don't see him being a tight end. He's going to be a, type,
2: a slot a slot type guy.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, he'll be a decent player in the NFL, but I don't see him being a top ten change your franchise pick, right? But in reality, you look at how many wide receivers that are drafted in the top ten really do pan out to 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 actually be a top ten talent wide receiver. Not a lot. Hmm. No does <laughs> that does that go to the fact that most top ten picks don't pan out. It's not just wide receivers. It's just most top ten picks are kind of still crapshoots. Right? Could be. But when I look at it, I think Jalen Waddle is actually the second best wide receiver on the board, in my opinion. And that's that's fair. I just you I, you can't take a wide receiver at number
2: seven. You can't. I,
3: it's being reported that they're actually look that that's one of the positions they're actually looking at. Now I saw a mock draft with with them taking Kyle Pitts and uh, uh, the tight end out of Florida. And for me, that's just insane. And, and somebody brought up the fact that, oh, well, they're going to draft him, but they're not—they're not, they're not going to play him a tight end. They're going to draft him to play wide receiver. Well, in that case, why wouldn't you just draft Jamar Chase or Jalen Waddle, who is who Lies, is, who Lies is a wide who is a wide receiver, right. And are better than Kyle Pitts because Kyle Pitts plays tight end. So. Uh, I just think that's a uh, that that would be a that would be a total Lions pick if they took Pitts if they took another tight end another tight end in the top ten <laughs> that would be a that would be a complete Lions oh that'd move. be hysterical if they did that I
2: would I would laugh so hard I would cry oh yeah I'm not I'm not even joking now the Waddle pick was contingent on if uh, Michael Parsons was or isn't is or isn't there gotcha. if if he's there I think they, I think they go Parsons and I'm cool with that pick that's I think I, that's legitimate. I think I think Parsons is
3: is a is a a top 10 talent. I think he's a top five talent. Actually. I I think he's, he's one of the best players in this draft. He can be your quarterback on defense for many years. I think that's a smart pick if he's there. Right. I I absolutely do.
2: But I think overall, I I think you try to trade, trade back acquire as much as you possibly can in this draft
3: because you have so many holes to fill. You do, you do. And, and see the thing of, of trading back, you have to have a team that's willing to trade with you. Right. So it doesn't. It doesn't come down to just trading back, and and saying trade back is is a pretty easy thing to say when you have to have another party to do the dance with. You right. know what I mean? It, it's always a smart move to trade back, and I agree with you. As long as you're not in the top five, where you're going to get one of those top five talents. Right. Uh, this year, I'm I'm more for trading back than I ha- for them looking at their team and looking at what they have to look at. Uh, I think Parsons is probably going to be gone. Yeah, I think he is too. Uh, and And, if you're looking at taking wide receiver, if you're looking at taking anybody else that's on the board there, I think it's smarter for them to move back, acquire a few more picks and and just kick the can down the road a little bit for the quarterback because you just got a guy that can that can fill that hole for a few years. You don't have to take any of the guys that are out there this year mm-hmm. and and I, I, everybody's saying mac jones right he he's I don't... I personally am not sold on him. You yeah, know mind. He He played for a team that was... He reminds N, me of Tua. He was an NFL caliber team. It was an NFL caliber team that he didn't have to do much. Yeah. You, you, know, how, you know how many minutes he played without the lead this year?
2: What? Two? Nine.
3: Yeah. Nine total minutes.
2: Yeah. Like, he, he kind of reminds me of Tua a little bit. Like, I, I wasn't yeah. sold at Tua at Bama. Back on the same thing. Yeah. Like, he just...
3: See and, and for me, I was more sold on Tua. Mm. I still think he's going to be a good quarterback, but with Mac Jones, I just he he hasn't had much adversity, and I just don't see the talent there. Right. I just don't see that superb talent there. Like at least with Tua, you could see the athletic ability, the, yeah. the, the the talent that he had. With Mac Jones, I just don't see much talent. And and Trey Lance is intriguing for me. Mm. I I really like Trey Lance, but he he. Didn't play this last year, right? And that's a pretty big question mark for a quarterback, right? It's not as big a deal for Jamar Chase, a wide receiver that didn't play, as it is for a quarterback that didn't play. In my opinion,
2: I was still kind of leery of that though, <clears throat> because you remember when Mike Williams did that.
3: Yeah, well, so in that case, Micah Parsons didn't play this last year. Right. Is is that would that sway you away? Because teams no.
2: are, it it, I, it wouldn't sway me away from... From, from uh, Parsons? Uh, no, the receivers. Oh, with. from Marches. It, okay. it wouldn't sway me away from him. I'm just I'm just taking the devil's advocate yeah, 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 point yeah. of view on this. Say, well, I mean, Mike Williams was like the first one to kind of do this. Yeah. You know, back then, and that we all saw, saw how that fucking turned out. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Didn't turn out very well. <laughs>
2: it did not. So, yeah. And it was I be, the Lions, by the way. R- of course it was. Hmm. Now, would I be kind of leery about it? A little bit, but I don't think it would, you know... Especially with with how things are now and how these guys work out and things like that, I I, I it wouldn't it wouldn't deter me from actually picking him if it was the right pick.
3: Yeah, see the the only thing that that I think about the, from the Lions' perspective with this this draft coming up is if they do pass on a quarterback that's there, say say it's insane, but say Fields falls mm-hmm. right, or say Trey Lance is there. Now I like Trey Lance, and by all accounts, Fields is a great football player. But we've talked about the school he comes from, and and they don't really succeed in the NFL. But you you have a guy in Jared Goff who can win you games. He's not he's not he's not he can lose you games too. Well, he can. <laughs> but but in all honesty, he's he's not a guy. He's I look at him like Trent Dilfer, right? As long as the team around him is is going to be okay, he's not going to really lose you games. But he's not going to be the guy to like single handedly win you a game, right? right? But he's good enough.
2: Game you, manager.
3: Yeah, he's good enough that you're probably going to win five or six games, right. right? At five or six games, you're not going to be in the top ten pick next year. You're not going to be a top ten pick. Right. So in that case, when do you look for your quarterback for the future? If golf is not your guy, when do you go get that guy? And this draft has some guys you can get. So that's the one that makes me question, maybe they should draft a quarterback this year. Because if you're going to win five or six games the next couple of years, you're not going to be in the top ten I don't think again. I don't
2: think they're going to win that many games, though. So. I don't. No? Uh-uh.
3: So, I mean, that, that that would be my main question, is, is if, if they're going to not be in the top 10 in the next few years, they might need to go get that quarterback this year yeah, and, and sit him kind of like Green Bay has done several times. They did it with Aaron Rodgers. They sat him for a few years. They've done it with Jordan Love now. They got him sitting on the bench behind Aaron Rodgers. Mm. It, it If you're smart, sometimes you can see the future and you look ahead and you go, all right, maybe we should go get our guy now and just sit him there.
2: <laughs> but the organizations you just mentioned... Are successful organizations? That's true, but and the one we've been talking about for the past twenty minutes is not is not a successful organization. That is true. <laughs> so there's your difference. <laughs> both, both, both truth. Yes, <laughs> both true facts. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Well,
3: we'll get more into the draft. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. As it as it gets closer, but I that was just a question I wanted to throw yeah, out there.
2: Yeah. Good question.
3: Um, so before we wrap up the show, uh, oh yeah, yeah. today, uh, is there anything else you want to you want to go over? No, with?
2: I, 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 oh, I, one one thing I did, I thought it was cool yeah. this this past Sunday when uh, like a lot of the golfers were wearing like the Sunday red for Tiger. yes, I thought yes. that was kind of cool.
3: Yeah, I did. I didn't watch much of it, but I did see that that a lot of the golfers were were wearing the red shirts, like red shirts uh, with black slacks, and yeah, that, I thought it was pretty cool. It, it was that it was cool, and it, and I think Tiger made a statement about it. He and did. said he was very touched by it, and it, it it was, but it just shows
2: you Tiger Woods is golf.
3: He is. Yeah, I mean, he's transcendent golf. He's
2: he he is point. the needle when it comes to golf.
3: Yeah, and uh, wh- who won?
2: Because uh, uh, Kalamurakawa.
3: He was. Yeah, he was wearing a gray shirt, and he, he said. That, yeah, he said his red shirt got got stuck. What? He,
2: uh, yeah, he could. It didn't come in time, to, uh, yeah. so he could wear it.
3: <laughs> yeah, that had to. That had to. Pro- that had to be one of the most embarrassing. Like, right? Possible. <laughs> like. Like. He's winning the tournament, and his red shirt didn't come in in time, right. so he's not honoring it, Tiger and Woods. Tiger Woods
2: Is like his idol too, right? <laughs> he's like, I just didn't come in time. You know, what, like what can the I
3: do? like the one guy who's not honoring him is the one guy right. who wins, and he <laughs> actually idolizes Tiger right. Woods. So I
2: thought it was pretty funny, but I, I just thought it was kind of a cool gesture from from the guys on, on on tour. So yeah,
3: I agree. It was it was it was pretty cool to see that, and it was it was nice to uh, read Tiger's um, comments about yep. it that he was touched by it. It was pretty cool. Uh, well, with that said, we're we're at the point oh, where geez. we have. And we're going to do this every week now too. We've 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 been talked into having it a recurring uh, a aspect of the show, <laughs> and it's uh, awkward cameo
2: videos. Which... Now, if you thought last week's was awkward, from oh. what I've been told, this one is significantly worse. It,
3: <laughs> it is. It is significantly worse. And and the every cameo video I see, I, I say awkward cameo videos. I, I, should just
2: just say cameo say, video. I should just say cameo
3: videos. I should just say cameo videos because they're all awkward oh, as hell. Well because you're you're paying a celebrity to say things that you just type to them to say. Yeah. And they don't really really know how to say it and and then some of them that you you some of these people are asking them to say some really weird shit, right? right? Like
2: then you come up with Happy Chanuka.
3: Right. Ha- yeah. Happy Chinooka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So so when you you get Happy
0: Chanuka. <laughs> yes. You, happy Chinooka. <laughs> I have no idea what Chanuka is.
3: No, nobody does. So, yeah, you get that. And then last week we we played the one Mark McGrath. Oh, uh he He had to fire an employee who was also the friend of the person who paid for the cameo. Uh, And now we have this.
0: What's up, Braden? It is Mark McGrath from the band Sugar Ray. Off the charts, but always in your hearts. (laughs) This cameo was booked by Cheyenne, and she wants you to know a few things. And this is a little difficult for me to say because it's the first one of these I've done. But she wants you to know. That you mean a lot to her, you mean the world to her, but she's having difficulty staying in this long-distance relationship. You know, it's tough. I've been on the road for years, and I've been with my wife a long time. And the, the biggest arguments, the biggest you know obstacles in our relationships is the distance between us. It makes it very difficult when we're on the road, um, and it's hard. So Cheyenne is trying to let you know, Brayden, that it's very, very tough for her to stay in this relationship. She still cares about you a lot. You never know what the future may hold, and she still wants to be friends with you because obviously she cares about you very, very much, and she wants you to know good luck on your thesis coming up. Probably not the best timing, Cheyenne, when he's doing his thesis, but I understand. You know, you got to work on your thesis and life goes on. And, um, you know, I'm sure there's big things ahead of you in the future, Braden. But Cheyenne cares about you enough to let you know that she's thinking about you. But the long distance thing is just a little difficult for her. And she wants you to stay positive. She wants you to be friends. And she knows that um, you're a fan of the band Sugar Ray, which I'm honored. I wish I was delivering you good news. Hopefully I can see you backstage, give you a high five someday, dude. And we can maybe laugh about this sometime. <laughs> Hopefully we all can. Cheyenne, Braden, all of us. We all can hang out. But uh, she wants to be friends right now, bro. The long-distance thing's a little difficult. But she wishes you nothing but the best. All the love in the world. And do, 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 do your best on that thesis, man. I know it's... Uh, it's tough in the holiday season and um, relationships and all that stuff, man. But you've got big oh, things god. ahead of you, bro. If you're working on a thesis, you've got a good life in front of you. All right. On behalf of Mark McGrath and Cheyenne, we love you, Braden. Be positive, bro. All right.
2: What a bitch. <laughs> like,
3: what? What possesses you? Oh my god! To break up with somebody on a, cam- but, on a cameo with Mark McGrath. Oh, my god. Like what? what even if that was his favorite celebrity, right? you just run that for him because on, you man. had his favorite celebrity break up with him.
2: Hey, maybe we, maybe we could go to a concert sometime and you can come backstage, we'll high-five and laugh at the door. I'm going to fucking punch you in the fucking yeah, face. No,
3: you just <laughs> broke up with me.
2: What the fuck? Yeah, we can hang out. We can hang out backstage. I'm going to deck you. That's what's going to happen. Like I just...
3: <laughs> that is... That, that Like I said, that was... When I listened to that one, that was way more awkward than any of them I've heard so so far.
2: And I love how at the end of it, he said, on behalf of Mark McGrath. Well, who the fuck else would it be on behalf
3: of? You're the one talking, dummy. On behalf of Mark (laughs) McGrath and Cheyenne. Right. Which, in all honesty, you hear the name Cheyenne. Oh, and and she's trash. you just go, well, you're probably better off, bro.
2: She's got long nails and smokes Newports. (laughs)
3: And they're 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 the long and a tattoo. They're the long pointy nails, and yeah. the tattoo uh-huh. she has is on her ribs, and, uh-huh. it's, and it's writing,
2: uh-huh. or it's like yeah. right above right above her boob. Yeah, yep, one hundred percent. Cheyenne, Cheyenne, one hundred percent. Oh man,
3: <laughs> these cameos just keep getting more awkward. Yeah, that and, was and.
2: That was that was not, That was brutal. That was especially, dude's, work, dudes working on a thesis and you fucking break up with them with by yeah. Mark McGrath <laughs> do it while you're
0: working on a thesis? What the fuck is wrong with like, you?
2: So what so what's the worst? so we said it last
3: week, like who's a worse celebrity to, to have fire you? Who's a worse celebrity to have break up with you? I don't know, man. For your, on behalf of your girl. Like yeah. again, I'm gonna go with Fred Durst. <laughs> like like that would be one of the one of the that'd be bad. One of the
2: worse ones than that. I would say it would have been like Dustin Diamond. Rest in peace. That would've been that would've been pretty bad. That would have been pretty bad. Yeah. To have Screech like break up with you. Yeah. That would have been pretty pretty shitty. Yeah.
3: I, I it, there's not many other B celebrities that, that are B or C celebrities or even D celebrities. Like that's just that's a weird thing to do. To have a cameo video yeah, to man. break up with your significant other. Yeah, that was nice. Like, what would possess you to do that? <laughs> I don't know. Like, what kind of pile of garbage are you? Mm-hmm. Oh, her name's Cheyenne.
2: So yeah, exactly. And yeah, not... I think that pretty much explains it. She drives a Grand Prix. <laughs> 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 she's got long nails. She smokes Newports. Uh, she's got a tattoo probably on her rib cage and maybe above her boob. And she drives a that's Grand Prix. Tri- <laughs> that's Cheyenne right G- there. Or a G6. Or a G6. There you go. That's Cheyenne right there. Done. <laughs>
3: Uh, on behalf of anybody out there named Cheyenne, <laughs> we're not sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> What's that saying? Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not. That's sorry. another fucking grind my gear thing. When people say that shit,
3: yeah, I, sorry, not you know, sorry. You know, you know who sa- you know who says shit like that? Cheyenne, chicks named Cheyenne.
2: Exactly. <laughs> Anyways,
3: all right. Well, that's gonna do it for this week's episode, uh, Frank. We missed you. Yeah, and uh, get back whenever you can, but uh, take care of your family. Shit. Give us a like, a share, and a follow on our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. You can find all of our podcasts on your favorite podcast provider. As always, check out our website, SOTDET.com. While you're there, take a look at our show picks and our blogs. Again, that's SOTDET.com. Thank you, everyone, for listening and or watching. On behalf of Chris and Frank, I'm Joe. We are Sports on Tap Detroit. See you next Tuesday. Happy Tchernuka. And that is
0: it for us today. <laughs> no God, please
1: no. Bye. Have a great time. No God. Bye guys. No, 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 no. Bye buddy. No. Goodbye.
0: No. Goodbye. No. It's never goodbye. motherfucker. Hey.
1: You know we've been through our ups and been through our downs, and you were meant to be here tonight. You guys will always be in my heart. Great moments are born in great opportunity. I think the most important part is that we all stay together throughout. Don't give up, don't ever give up. Live, fight like hell. The best thing I have ever done, the best thing I will ever do is be an God, I love you guys. Mamba out.